Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. 18, Moksha Sanyasa Yoga. This is obviously the last chapter in our studies of Bhagavad Gita. So we had been systematically studying Bhagavad Gita. The goal of that is to figure out how I should act in this world so that I can get the maximum happiness. So we have first understood who we are, in the Bhagavad Gita, as individuals, how we function in this world. And then we have also talked about who is that who has the control over this entire universe and therefore also over my life. We are coming to the end portion of the Bhagavad Gita where we are synthesizing this knowledge about who we are at the individual level, what is my relationship with this world and the Supreme Being, But the bottom line still remains, how can I be happy? So in this chapter, we are analyzing the factors affecting my actions and the outcome of my actions. So in the beginning, Arjun asked, what is sannyas and what is tyaga? Because in all this discussion, I picked up these two words which ultimately lead to happiness, ultimately leads you to liberation. Freedom from all the sorrows and unhappiness. So I want to understand these two concepts so I can find out how I can act in this world. And Bhagavan very simply said, giving up all desire-prompted actions is sannyas. If you can reach a point where you don't have to do anything to satisfy your desires, then you are a sannyasi. That can only happen when I have exhausted all the desire. There is no desire left. Therefore, I don't have to act for my desires. That can only happen if I have no ego and no individual identification. Sarva karma falatyaga mistyaga. That seems like is a goal one can strive for, that I can probably work on tyaga part. But because the tyaga can be misunderstood, giving up, abandoning something can be misunderstood we went into discussion about the tyag also can be of three types. This prakriti has three qualities. So anything which is associated with the prakriti will have the same three guna. We have used examples before that every gold ornament will have the same ingredients of gold. Gold ornaments also come in different carats. 18 carats, 16 carats, 12 carats, 24 carats. I think what that means is there is something else is mixed into gold. You cannot make an ornament out of pure gold. Some other metal they have to add, hmm? zinc. It is the proportion of that metal can change, but every gold ornament will have those at a gold and zinc, which makes it more malleable, more workable. 
it is the proportion which makes it the 12 carat versus 18 carat versus 24 carats. So, Bhagavan says, Tyaga is also like that. Tyaga can be tamasic, Tyaga can be sattvic, Tyaga can be rajasic. The first thing come to mind is, I should give up all my actions. So, we reaffirm that action cannot be given up by anybody. It is not possible for a living being to completely abandon all actions. Therefore, now we need to understand what actions to be abandoned. In the beginning, Bhagavan gave an indication, desire-prompted actions. So, what actions should I perform? Clarify, yagna, dana, tapa should not be given up at any cost. The actions which are purifying your mind and intellect, they should be performed. And then we talked about the anatomy of action. Because we are going to be focused on actions all our life, and we are going to be focusing on how I should act in the right manner and what actions are to be abundant. We looked at three propellers of actions. The knowledge, gnanam, gnayam, parignata. The knowledge, the knower, and the knowable. We also say in the karanam karma karta iti trividha karma sangrahaha. Action only comes into the existence if these three are there. The instrument of action the doer, then the karma. Then we analyze that jnana, karma, and karta also can be of three types. Anything which is part of the prakriti will have the same three ingredients in different proportions. Jnana, karma, and karta also have three types. We also say the buddhya and dhruti, the foundation of any action. My intellect and my fortitude basically make any action possible or success in any action possible, even those two also can come in three different varieties, Satvarajas and Tamas. And in the end, our goal was to get Sukham, happiness, or Ananda. See, the Sukha also can be three types. Sattvic Sukha, which is in the beginning, seems like a poison, but in the end, it is like a nectar. Work hard to get somewhere, but when you get there, there is joy there. So that's a sattvic sukha. Rajasik sukha, it seems good in the beginning, but in the end it gives pain. That's a rajasik sukha. So the pleasures in life which we pursue, they are like a rajasik sukha. It gives you some joy, but in the end it gives you unhappiness. Even going to a vacation, every time you come back, <laughs> Boy, I'm tired, I can't do anything I need a vacation from a vacation, you know. So. so every pleasure which we seek, in the end it ends them into some kind of a misery. So the Bhagavan said that's Rajasik Sukha. It starts as very pleasant and then unpleasantness. This Tamasik Sukha it is not enjoyable in the beginning, it's also not enjoying in the end. Scratching. Scratching, even when we start, it's not really that pleasant. And after you are done with it, it is also very painful. This is why Bhagavan said that's a tamasik sukha. And then we are coming to the segment where Bhagavan said, therefore now understand that everything in this prakriti is made up of this three gunas. So human beings are also affected by these three gunas. These three gunas affect all the people we come across and ourselves. And based on those gunas, they can be also classified into sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic. 
but we may get confused the bhagwan makes it clear that everybody understands that it is not possible for anything or a being in this prakriti to not have any one of these three gunas all three gunas have to be present for a thing or being to exist in space and time is to so something to exist in space and time it has to inertia without inertia the thing just cannot otherwise it vanishes the time it's created you know somebody give an example i think it was mb who gave a story of brahma ji when he first created this human being they were all completely satvik he said as soon as brahma ji created they all went back to their true nature so the brahma ji was really baffled how can i keep this thing stable the inertia tamas makes things remain in this time and space but the thing also cannot remain what it is and there is rajas with activities we now know from science that even atom which seems stable has intense activity in it all electrons are circling around that neutron proton and the thing needs to know that i exist which is sattva so sattva rajas and tamas i exist i act and i remain in my place these three are absolutely necessary for anything or being to be in existence so the verses which we are coming to now says for our own clarification that na tad asti prithivyam va divi deveshu va punah satvam prakritiye muktah yat yabi shatri bigunaihi on this earth and also in the heavens among devas there is not a single being who is free from all these three gunas so thinking yourself without these three gunas is not possible but at the same time we keep hearing bhagwan keeps saying gunatit bhava arjuna we probably understood that i should go beyond this gunas so i should get rid of all three gunas it is just not possible bhagwan said that is not possible you can stop identifying with this guna so my mind is working in tamasic mode or rajasic mode i should be able to introspect and say it's my mind which is a rajasic mode if i can make him go to satvic mode it will be more comfortable but if i identify with my mind am i obviously identifying with my mind and intellect so you can be gunatit only if you are not identifying with your limited self so bhagwan said be clear that this three gunas are present in all beings divine beings and also the mortals on this planet they all are affected by this three gunas and therefore all humanity and all beings can be classified into satvik rajasik and tamasik depending on their predominant qualities brahman kshatriya visham shudranam cha parantap karmani pravibhaktani swabhav prabhavai gunaihi this is basically a clarification for all of us who are this confusion about what is this caste system this bhagwan created brahman vaishyan shudra and therefore now you are bound by this this divisions it clearly says that 
कर्माणी प्रविभक्तानी स्वभाव प्रभावी गुणे ही देर ड्यूटीज आर डिवाइडेड अमोंग दिस ब्राह्मण क्षत्रिय वैश्यन शुद्र स्वभाव फॉर देर ओन नेचर प्रभावी गुणे ही अकॉर्डिंग टू देर ओन नेचर देर ड्यूटीज आर डिटरमिन्ड फॉर ब्राह्मण वैश्य शुद्र एंड क्षत्रिय so it is your own nature which makes you brahman or kshatriya or shudra or vaishya bhagwan makes it clear here it is not by birth not by association not by caste creed color texture of your mind and intellect your gunas will make you the brahman kshatriya vaishya shudra shamaha damaha tapaha shaucham shantihi arjamam evacha ज्ञानम विज्ञानम आस्तिक्यम ब्रह्म कर्म स्वभावजम फर्स्टी सेड देयर ड्यूटीज इन लाइफ आर एट्रीब्यूटेड टू देम अकॉर्डिंग टू देर ओन नेचर यू हैव टू गिव पर्सन वर्क और हिज प्लेस इन योर कंपनी इन योर सोसाइटी एंड कम्युनिटी व्हाट हिज एप्टीट्यूड इज फॉर दैट्स आई थिंक बिफोर गोइंग टू कॉलेज यू टेक एप्टीट्यूड टेस्ट even in a company also the two engineers come one may be more uh, research oriented and other may be more a uh, practical oriented you have to put them in right place in our profession it is much more clearer that we are all architects but some are more design oriented so they can design for more creative some are more technical minded so they can put things together in a building a little better and some are more into administrative make sure that things are done right you know so we used to have three divisions in companies there used to be design department production department and uh, construction administration department design department suppose more glamorous because it's super creative but depending on your aptitude you end up going to one to the another now sometimes even if you don't have aptitude you think because design is more glamorous i want to go there but then you will be miserable because you won't be able to perform your task properly eventually you end up going where your aptitude is whether you like it or not so bhagwan said that their duties are distributed among them according to their own gunas now how do i know what gunas so bhagwan said no what brahmana's qualities are shamaha control over the mind mental control shamaha damaha physical control control over your senses tapaha austerity any discipline which we follow shaucham purity shantihi forgiveness arjavam straightforwardness whatever it is you can see clearly gnanam vignanam knowledge and also vignanam applied knowledge the application of knowledge astikyam faith in the underlying truth that this world has its basis we have learnt in bhagavad before that those people who are of a devilish qualities they think there is no basis in this world so bhagwan said the astikyam that faith in the underlying truth the underlying reality in this nature brahma karma swabhavam this comes naturally to brahmins in other words the people who have these qualities are the brahmins 
now you identified you are that person we ask him to run a business though obviously he is not good at it so you can't really put somebody in charge of something he is not good at so bhagwan say his duties are defined by his own nature because you have this quality therefore you are a brahmin and therefore this field of activity is appropriate for you and that's all we bhagwan said so far Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhag Bhavet Om Shantihi Shantihi शांति हरि श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि